Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mocha Latte After Dark. I am your host, JJ Fitzgerald. And today's topic is, I can't make this shit up. I just want to preface this podcast by saying, there may be some colorful language, which is unusual for me during my podcast, but this situation was so out of pocket that I just have to keep it so real. A few days ago, someone who I deemed as maybe a mere associate text messaged me and asked if I wanted to hang out. So I asked them where they wanted to go and they said I could pick. So I decided I wanted to go to one of my favorite sports bars just to grab a burger or whatever. The person asked me to pick them up, so I just assumed that they probably had a couple of beers or whatever. I asked for the address. Let me just provide a little bit of the backstory here. This former acquaintance, I should say, works at a store, which is one of my favorite stores. And I've known him for probably about maybe four or five years. Met him through going to the store. And that was pretty much the extent of our relationship. I just thought that he was a nice person. And so when he asked for my number like last year, I gave it to him. And we went out to eat a couple of times because I don't have issues with being just a platonic friend with a guy. In fact, I prefer being friends with males over females because males usually give you a better perspective of your relationship with someone else who's a male. Usually if you have some kind of issue with another male that you're in a relationship with, your female friends are usually quick to tell you, oh, just drop him or whatever. And I don't wanna hear all of that. I wanna hear what a man could possibly be thinking so he had expressed interest in me last year and i made it very clear that i was not interested so i thought we were done on that whole thing i thought okay he gets it he understands but when i went to pick him up that evening he asked me to come into his apartment which i said no there's no reason for me to come into your apartment i've seen apartments before and that wasn't part of the plan the plan is for us to go get food so at that point, I kind of thought, oh my gosh, like, does this guy still have interest in me romantically? And instead of listening to my inner voice, I just stuck around. And to be quite honest with you, I was completely bored that evening, which is a rarity for me. But anyway, after going back and forth with him, telling him that I wasn't going to come into his apartment, he finally said, okay, I'm going to come out. He comes out gets in my car. Now, let me just say when he got in the car, I asked him if he was married because someone at the store that he works told me that he was. And I had asked him this before if he was married and not because I was interested in him, but just because I don't want to be hanging out with some married guy, even if it is platonic. He told me no. He told me that he only had an ex-wife and that was the mother of his son who lived in another state. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's telling the truth. I mean, I did come pick this guy up. He did give me his address, so maybe he's not lying. And he asked me again, why didn't you want to come into my apartment? I said, because it's not that kind of relationship. There's no reason for me to come into your apartment. There's no reason for you to know where I live because he'd asked me where I lived before and I wouldn't tell him. This guy doesn't even know my last name. On the drive over, he's telling me that he likes me and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like here we go again. I thought we were done with this. I thought I made it clear that I'm not interested. So with all the badgering, I just decided after this evening, I'm never seeing this guy again, at least not outside of the store that I patronize. So we get to the restaurant. I order my food. I'm indulging. He doesn't eat anything. He's just on his phone or whatever. After I ate my food, I went to the restroom 
And as I was coming back from the restroom, he was on his phone. And as soon as he saw me, he hung up immediately. So from that, I knew something was amiss. I didn't say anything when I got back to the table. We left, drove back to his place, and during the drive, he was badgering me again about being in a relationship with him and yada, yada, yada. And once again, I explained that I wasn't interested. Because one thing with me, I don't like to leave people on. I don't like to give people false hope. I like to let them know this is what it is. Either I like you or I don't. I don't play games with people's heads. So when we get back to his place, he had me pull up like further from his apartment building. So as he's about to get out of the car, I notice a woman outside of my door and she pulled my door handle. Thank God my door was locked. And I'm thinking, is she looking for an Uber or a Lyft? But then I'm like, no, why would she be trying to come in the driver's side of the car if she was? So I turn to him and I'm like, do you know her? And he looks at me as if he'd never seen this woman a day in his life. Then he says, my cousin. So I roll the window down and she's like, that's my husband. And I'm just like, what? So I was like, I didn't do anything with this guy. Like we just went to get some food. I had no idea he had a wife. And he tells me, just drive off, just drive off. And he gets out of the car. He says something to her in his language and moseys off into his apartment and leaves me out there and her out there. So she starts taking pictures of my license plate. She takes pictures of me. She gets in front of my car and tells me that I'm not leaving because she's calling the police. I just sat there because I said, if I leave, she could say that I assaulted her. She can go and beat herself up and make up some grandiose story. And I just was like, no, I'm not, I'm not about that. So I sat there calmly. I videotaped her in front of my car. She was calm and cool as a cucumber. So that led me to believe that this has happened before. Only this was probably the first time that she called the police. She gets on the phone, he's telling them my husband was with another woman and yada, yada, yada. And she was on the phone for about maybe 10 or 15 minutes, giving them all the details. So after she was done, I rolled my window down again and I was just talking to her and she's like, I don't have a problem with you, sister. I have a problem with him. But I'm thinking, okay, if you have a problem with him, then why am I sitting here waiting for the police to come? but whatever. So she started asking me how long I've known him. I told her, she asked me where I met him. I told her, she asked me if I worked with him. I told her I do not, I'm a customer. She asked me how long we had been out together that evening. And I told her it was probably an hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half. And I told her that he never told me that he had a wife. I told her that I was not interested in him, have never been interested in him, and that I asked him if he had a wife on several occasions to which he said no, and that the only wife that he had was his ex-wife in another state that had his son. So I asked her, are you the woman who had his son? And she said no. And when I told her that he basically didn't claim her as his wife, her face was so sad. She told me that they had been married a really long time. I also asked her, do you really think if I was messing with your husband that I would be bold enough to be here right now at his apartment? That doesn't even make sense. 
So she asked me if he'd ever been to my house. I told her he's never been to my house. He doesn't even know my address because I never gave it to him because I didn't feel like our relationship warranted that. And it was freezing outside. So at one point I even said to her, like, how long are they gonna take to come the police? And she said she didn't know. And I said, well, you can come sit in my car cause it's warm in here, like it's freezing out there. And she declined the offer. 30 or 45 minutes go by and the police finally arrive. There were two cops in two separate vehicles, a male and a female. The male goes over to her, the female comes over to me. I explained the situation to her. He was basically trying to get me to be involved with him. I had no idea he was married and that I wasn't interested. So the female cop said, I'll tell the male cop what you said. She was very nice. Both of them were very nice. So then the male cop is done talking to the wife and he comes over and the female cop tells him what I told her. So then he shines a light in my car and he's like, okay, like she just told me what's going on. So he wanted to hear from me. So I told him, basically reiterated what I told her. He's like, there's nothing that we can do. This isn't a police matter. And I don't even know why she called us. And he said, I need to know why she thought it was okay to basically keep you from leaving. That's the real question here. So he asked me for my name and I said, is this going to go into some kind of file or something? Cause like, I don't like drama. And he's like, no, it's just, you know, all my notes, just your first name. And she's not going to have access to it. And she's not going to be able to get anything from your license plate number, which I don't know if that's true. So I gave him my first name. And he says, you're free to go. So as I was leaving, I just said, have a great evening. I was just in complete disbelief. And I said to myself, this is why I stay my ass home. Even though I was so calm at that moment, the next day I was livid because number one, I felt like I was angry at myself because I believed that this person was a nice guy and he fooled me. So I started questioning my judge of character, although my inner voice and not only my inner voice but my daughter said to me before i went out i don't feel right about this i don't think you should go but my boredom superseded everything but then i say to myself maybe i needed to go so that i would know that this guy was actually married i was also livid because of the way he left the scene it, it was just so classless and so disgusting and just showed me that he has no regard for anybody and is probably a narcissist. So as the days went on, I got more and more angry and people were asking me, are you going to confront him? Are you going to go up to the store? And I said, if I go to the store and he speaks to me, yes, I will say something, but I will not initiate it. Well, honey, two days ago, I couldn't hold myself together anymore. And I went to the store and I sought him out and I didn't find him the first go around the store and then I saw him. And I didn't really think about what I was going to say. I just snuck up behind him. When I first walked up on him and I said, thanks for the other night, he started laughing. And I said, do you think this is funny? You think this is funny? And I think it was just a nervous laughter because I don't think he was anticipating for me to come and confront him, especially being that it had been a few days. And I did that intentionally. I wanted to wait until he was comfortable because I'm sure the day after he was probably on pins and needles thinking she's going to come to my job. So I gave him a few days to just relax because my dad always taught me that if you're going to confront someone, you do it when they least expect it. 
and then you make your move. So that was what I did. And I basically said it was really fucked up what he did. And he's a liar. And he tried to say, well, you know, you don't know the story. And I'm like, it doesn't matter what the story is. You lied and you put me in a compromising position and you just left. I told him that I thought he was a nice guy, but he's trash. And the interesting thing is the musical choice when this was all happening was Aretha Franklin. It wasn't respect though, that would have been perfect, but there was an Aretha Franklin song playing and I said, how apropos. Anyway, I digress. So he looked very nervous and he kept looking around because people could hear me and they were looking back and a couple of those people were his coworkers, customers, and he looked really embarrassed. He apologized and I told him to lose my number. I told him that if he ever calls me or texts me again, I'm going to call the police like his wife did to me. And I said, are you clear? And he said, yes. So after I did that, I felt better. And I was actually going to record this podcast like a day after, but I was so angry and I was full of expletives that I just decided not to because my language, woo, yeah. So I'm glad I waited. But anyway, thank you for listening to another episode of Mocha Latte After Dark. I am your host, JJ Fitzgerald. And as always, be true.